Hello, you all. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here today with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. Hey, Heather. Hi, Stephanie. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. What's going on, Stephanie? Woo! I am here in Los Angeles, California, for a sex and relationship workshop. We've just finished streaming the class and packed everything up. And now here we are. Oh, I forgot to mention, while we were doing this class, there was an additional class um, on on the side that we were doing at lunchtime all about listening to the whispers of the future. And something came up that both Heather and I wanted to play with a little bit more, and that's really the adventure of living when you energetically have information about where you want to go, a sense of a direction that you want to go, but have no idea what exactly the specifics are yet. And so how to actually begin creating a life when you get the sense of where you want to go, head yes, west, young man, you know, head head west, (laughs) young young woman. Um, But don't actually have any of the specifics in place because it really is a very different, um, it's a different way of creating. You'll hear people who are really successful and have created big changes in the world talk about these moments where they knew that something had to change and then – the ran the seemingly random adventures that took them to the successful place that they are today. But these things aren't random and it's not something that happens by accident, believe it or not. These are things that you can actually begin to create in your own life as well. And so we'd like to talk about what the elements of creation might be if you are pursuing the sense of uh, where you'd like to go without the details. So Heather, where where you where would you like to start? <laughs> well, well, so this has been up for me big time in a variety of different ways in my own life, um, because I've started a new business, and every pretty much ninety percent of it is like new stuff that I have never done, involved with people I've never worked with, and like completely new endeavor that I have no, uh, like, past experience, no reference for how it's supposed to go, um, no, like, uh, really no references is probably the best word for it. <laughs> so, so this is a full-on adventure of diving in, knowing that what I chose and am choosing matches the energy that I'd like my life to be, totally clueless about how the heck I'm going to get there or what it's going to take to like achieve this business working and like going out in the world. Right. (laughs) Well, the thing I love about this moment, because this is the moment where people tend to take a few different, there are a few different paths I've seen a lot of people take. One of the paths I've seen a lot of people take is the, I don't know how to do this. So I won't start. (laughs) Yep, another common. path. <laughs> another path I've seen people take is I don't know what this takes, so I'm going to spend a few years studying up on it before I even start creating anything. Yep. Um, another path I've seen people take is I'm going to do exactly what I'm. I'm going to do exactly what I'm told creates a good business, 
and follow exactly that. Another one has been, you know, um, create willy-nilly and see if anything happens. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I've watched you in the creation of this business, and none of those paths is the path is the path the path the, um, that you've taken so far. So you want to talk a little bit about what the pragmatics of the creation are that you've been using, even though you haven't exactly known what the path looks like? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, um, I've been acknowledging that I trust me. Like, I know I'm a very capable person, and I'm like – like pick up things really quickly and easily willing to try things even if I don't have all the information or even though I'm not an expert or it's something I've never done before I'm willing to just try it out because I have this trust in me and that I'm a capable person and and that doesn't mean that I'll like it doesn't mean I'll necessarily succeed but it's like I'll be okay. It's like this is just, it's playing with it from like, I have me here with me, right? <laughs> I can depend on me to um, to make the best choice that I'm capable of making in the moment with the information I have. I trust in me because I know that I can change direction really easily and without making myself wrong for what I didn't know. So, those are like well, that trust in me yeah. is a big part of it of my willingness to go into the unknown <laughs> so uh, one of the things I love about that uh, is the and, and one of the things I would say, and tell me if you have a different point of view about this, but one of the things that's been most brilliant creating in this way for me personally has been it's opened the door to just start, and um yes. in the industry that I'm in. You know, in one of the industries that I'm in, in the photography industry, one of the things that I was told when I was in school um, was in order to develop a portfolio to shoot, 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 and shoot, and then discover um, what your style was. And that was actually really brilliant. But as a student, yeah. I had the point of view that I needed to get it righter than that, <laughs> that there was, uh, you know, and right. and what and what I discovered, what I've discovered over time is is exactly that thing starting and seeing what happens when you begin to create in the world actually will give you so much information and will also give you a place to an an easy place to innovate from in part because it includes you and you are actually not like anybody else on the planet. So beginning and then um, there are some other things that you can do that makes it not the willy-nilly creation of just like randomly, you know, flailing about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. but just just starting is not randomly flailing about. Just starting is going, cool, today I start. I have no idea what this looks like, but, I, you know, if I'm a photographer, I'm going to pick up a camera and I'm going to go start taking pictures of things. Oh, I don't have a professional camera. Okay, but do I have a camera at all? Yes, I have a phone. My phone has a camera on it. I am going to pick up my phone camera and I or my camera phone and I am going to go out into the world and I'm going to start taking 
pictures. And as I start taking pictures, all of a sudden I become really clear that there are certain things that it is really enjoyable to take pictures of, and I like the results I start getting. So I start playing more with that stuff. And then, you know, after that starts to become a little boring, I decide to add something else and begin branching out. And next thing you know, you actually have a genre that's never existed before because you followed what was pleasurable for you. And then the business part of it comes in like, okay, now I've created this thing. Who could I actually work with that this would be a contribution to what they're creating that they would like to pay me for? And so now all of a sudden you're innovating even in business, even though you think it's just because you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) You literally can create an entire... Yeah, you can literally create an entire genre of something that's never existed before that the business world didn't even know they were looking for. And that's how these innovations happen, by beginning to follow um, what's what's easy and light for you or what creates more ease and joy in your world, and then you develop it and begin asking new questions. How can I use this? Where, if I use this, would it make me money? Um, what industries could this overlap with? Who else could I be talking to? You know, who else what might want what I have? Or who else might want to yeah. learn how to do what I'm doing? So now all of a sudden, maybe you're not shooting for people, but you're showing people how to shoot. So there's all these different, or you're doing it all. And, and that's how these things begin to develop without having the that sort of life-deadening, um, get-it-right mentality. <laughs> and, right, and the, that you have to know how to get there before you start. Exactly. That's like, yeah, the death knell of it all, for sure. So <laughs> so that, so I want to go back to just starting, too, because mm-hmm. that's another key element of what um, I've been utilizing with this whole process is just jumping in and starting. And and educating myself both from like what I noticed by starting, like you get, I mean, that was a great example. You get like, okay, I'd like to take pictures. Right. I need a camera. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> what camera do I have? <laughs> so you start, starting where you are, you start to question, okay, so what do I have available already that contributes to this? And so you start with what you have, you start with where you are and then it's just the really the adventure of noticing what else you require and and starting to educate yourself about what it is you're doing so you can use information of what's already out in the world um as like inspiration like i don't like to use it as an answer i like to use it as inspiration for okay this is what other people are doing is that even of interest to me? Does it actually work? Would it work for me? Like, I really, I, I use it as like, huh, that's one possibility. Or that's one way to do it. And if it works, great. Like, if it works really well in the world, awesome. And if I can use it and add it to what I'm doing, great. I don't need to reinvent the wheel, right? <laughs> I can use yeah. what already exists. Um, but not using it as the answer. Like, I mean, you touched on that, Stephanie, with like, you know, what works for other people may not work for you. So would you be willing to follow what's fun and easy for yourself and use that as a guide and use the, and like what's out there if it works for you and if it doesn't, like what other 
things are you aware of to try out and choose that maybe no one else considered before? That's well, what innovation. if? Yeah, well, I mean, I love you. You you kind of squeaked in there for a second about this thing where what if the things that appear momentarily to be a problem are actually not a problem? What if they're an inspiration for innovation? What if those yeah. things that appear momentarily to be a problem, when you begin looking, this is how people end up in industries that they never end up, never expected to end up in. So, for yeah. instance, like Heather's working on something that requires bottling. So she'll run into, like, she'll run into different issues that happen when some a person is trying to bottle things. She may find she may discover partially part way down the line, you know, in a year or so, she may discover that there's this issue with bottling that everybody who tries to bottle anything comes up against. In which case there is not a problem there. There's actually a a, a request of the universe and a possibility for innovation that could create extreme wealth because anybody who's bottling any some anything is running into this exact same thing you create if she creates from there going oh well what if what if we stopped having this as a problem like what would actually take for this <laughs> problem with bottling to what would it actually take for there to be a solution here and what other industries are already doing something that would easily take care of this problem. And then not only have you created a solution for something, you've also, you know, innovated or allowed for expansion of another business. So you're now also contributing to the expansion of other businesses. So there's this really cool thing, this, these, these moments where if instead of going, oh, another problem, you go, this is really cool. If I run into a problem here, this means there's an opportunity for innovation, and that's really exciting. And you you touched yeah. on it, and I just didn't want to let it. Get, I didn't want to let it disappear because <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> yeah, no, that is, and that is um, part of the excitement of creating like this, where you you look at what you have, you look at how it's working, and you start asking what else is required and what else is possible. And, you know, inspiration comes from all over the place, from what doesn't work for other people, from what does work for other people, from what already exists, and from what, like you just mentioned, exists, but it's applied in a totally different industry or, like, some place that those two worlds never meet. <laughs> you know, they never yeah. communicate, they never cross paths, and you're the person who's like, hey – that that thing that's used on farms is also used in like a scientific, you know, research equipment yeah. or whatever. You know, it's like you never know. So <laughs> yeah, to me that's like really exciting and the joy of it in you know, being involved in something that I don't have any preconceived notions about what it has to be or should be or is like the normal. You know, it's the norm of it. Yeah, it seems like to me these areas that we explore that are outside of our – so there might be a lot of things with photography at this point that I might not even notice because I've uh -huh. been doing stuff so long. There's There are things that have slipped through the cracks with me because they've become the this is just the way you do it. This is just how I get around this thing. Instead of, you know, instead of whenever we're in the, in a, when we're in the beginning of something where everything is foreign 
and all you know is that you have a sense of something, every all your senses become heightened. And so the things yeah. that, that don't work, instead of just going, well, we just have to work around it, the question is so readily available of, well, what else is possible? And it's not that in things that we do all the time that you you can't add these questions. Well, what else is possible here? Well, I always just you know, worked around this. What if I didn't have to work around this? Is there another way of doing this? Is there something else I can add? Is there something else that could be innovated here that if it was innovated would make my life easier and make me lots of money? Like what, you know, (laughs) but sometimes we're a little bit blinded, so it takes a little bit more practice to add these questions back in. Um, And that's just the story too. But in these in these arenas where everything is new, it feels a lot like being a baby where you see everything and nothing has a label of you can or can't do it. It's just new information. And that is such a gift. Um, if we perceived our whole life of this is just a gift, our relationships would be different. Our businesses would be different. <laughs> yeah. The world would be different. We would be aglow yeah. with the excitement of new information and, um, what looks like a problem being possibility instead of just being a problem. Um, So what else do you have on the, oh, go ahead. You got, yeah. Yeah. I was going to go to the next thing, which you just kind of touched on, (laughs) which was that um, uh, the thing where people always look at what's not possible rather than what, what is possible or what could become possible. Like how could this work? And that's like another um, gift for me in how I've been functioning with this is I don't like I don't go to this isn't possible or what's not possible. I always am going in the direction of, well, what would it take for this to work? How could this work? What else do I require that would allow it to work? Like I always there's to me, there's no such thing as no, and this isn't possible. I'm always like, there's, there is some way. <laughs> it's just, you know, how will it work? Will it be any fun at all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or not? And, and what, what would it take? You know, so to me, that's yeah. like way more of a reality. And it's, and it's a very different way to function. I mean, most people just go straight to what won't work and what isn't possible. Well, I love a question that Bowman's introduced today um, on, or maybe maybe two days ago uh, on the calls that they were doing. One of the questions that they introduced was, um, you know, when someone has a a naysayer point of view of this won't work, introducing the question, well, if it didn't not work, what would be possible? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and, you yeah. know, that, and we can use those questions with ourselves. Okay, well, I've decided this isn't possible. But if it wasn't true that this wasn't possible, what would be possible? <laughs> yeah, we and can trick begins, ourselves yeah. into it. <laughs> <laughs> it begins to give us a different uh, a different point of view. And, and every time we have a different point of view, our point of view creates our reality. Reality does not create our point of view. And you'll notice this, especially if you begin using this tool of asking yourself, well, if this wasn't not possible, then what would be possible? All of a sudden, you'll start to notice that you'll begin to see cracks in your story of impossibility and begin to see things creep in, evidence creep in that you actually could create something different. Um, And at first, maybe it shows up 
so I could do something different, but that would be too much work. So then you introduce another question, which is, and if it wasn't too much work, what would be possible? <laughs> yeah. Is there yeah. another possibility that would allow this to ha- allow this to come to fruition without as much work or without being difficult? Or who else would I have to add to make this not difficult? And now again, this thing that looks like a problem becomes a, 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 an innovative moment, a possibility, um, a moment of possibility of innovation. Yeah. And I love it. You totally were like taking the thoughts out of my head because that was in that <laughs> conversation of like, once I started to ask more questions about, well, if, if that wasn't a problem or if that wasn't not possible, you know, what could we do? And then it kind of, it got revealed like, yeah, the person it wasn't that it wasn't possible. They just didn't want to be the person doing it. And, well, like, that's that's not a problem. There are lots of people in the world. I'm sure we could <laughs> hire somebody to do that. <laughs> but when you, when you start to question a person's objections, you also can get more information about what, why they're objecting. Like, they have some reason, which a lot of times they don't reveal that reason. They just say no. But if you're, you know, able to question it, not from, like, making them wrong or anything like that, but from just like, wow, you know, well, okay, I guess I guess that that's a no for you. And if it wasn't a no, like, what would it take? And, and then, you know, they revealed more information of, like, okay, they just don't have enough hours in the day already. They can't imagine doing one more thing. (laughs) How many other things in your life, like all of our listeners, like how many things in your own life have you said no to purely because you didn't think that you had the time to add another thing to your life? How many business possibilities and business futures have you avoided? How much money have you avoided with the idea that you didn't have enough time in the day? So I wonder what would happen if you began to, if all of us began to add new questions to our life. If this wasn't a no, what would it take to implement it and what else is possible? Yeah. yeah. And and it's to me that what's actually exciting about that is when you're willing to question your own point of view and take off all the stops, all of a sudden, like all sorts of possibilities open up and you start to get shown how it can become possible, how you can do it, how it would work in all sorts of crazy ways. Like it's so weird how you notice or get the person or the possibility of the thing that would allow it to work, how it shows up. So, Well, and crazy things get revealed. Like, well, you know, I don't have enough time. And you go, okay, cool. How much would it cost to hire someone to do that? And it turns out the job would take five hours a month, and you could hire somebody that costs ten dollars an hour. And all of a sudden, you're yeah. you're you know, all of a sudden you're like, for that amount of money, I could have somebody do something that would make me, you know, eight times that much money, and I wouldn't choose yeah. that for what reason? And yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, your own sort of ridiculousness gets revealed if you're willing to see it. And what if your own ridiculous points of view has are actually now, instead of them also being something that's in your way, what if those are just possibilities, right? They're possibilities yeah. of innovation. The places that we've chosen to be totally crazy because we weren't willing to do the math on how much it would cost us <laughs> to have someone <laughs> do something for us. Like, what if all that craziness actually is just a possibility for innovation in our own lives? 
And everywhere you think that hiring somebody to do something for you isn't innovation. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's innovating a totally different life for you if you're willing or, you know, willing to choose it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, and you just brought up what another aspect of what I've been playing with. with it's all like you things. handed me a PDF to follow. <laughs> I know, an outline, right? I know, right? Good job. Yeah. Our psychic abilities are working. <laughs> so the other aspect is doing the math. Oh, my God. I love doing I love the math. This. It really is like you gave me the PDF to follow. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, doing the math. Like, so that was another conversation piece that I just had, like, literally minutes before this call or this show is objections before the person even knows anything about what it would actually take. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're assuming it's going to be like, astronomical fees and something we can't afford and not possible, but you haven't even asked, you haven't even gotten any information about what it literally would take. Like you haven't gotten price quotes. (laughs) You haven't, you haven't actually found out what it would take financially. You haven't found out what it costs. I have been, if you've ever been on Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E, or I think F-I-V-E-R-R or something, anyway, anyway, if you've ever been on there, you can get all sorts of crazy stuff done for five bucks. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah, like hours of work for five bucks. (laughs) Stuff that that would take you like a year because you'd never get around to it can be done in two days for five bucks. Yeah, just saying. No kidding. Yeah. Like there is a big wide world of possibilities <laughs> if you're willing to go on the adventure of discovering what they are. <laughs> yeah. So doing the math is one of my favorite things. And I'm and not like making it up, but actually getting like real world numbers <laughs> on stuff. Who um, knew a spreadsheet could be fun? Oh, my God, I know. (laughs) Well, to me, it's just like, okay, this is a possibility of what it might take. And this is just one one set of numbers, like one possibility. Like how many variations are this? Can I find a cheaper source? Can I find somebody who's faster? (laughs) Like, you know, it, it leads to more possibilities when you have something that's like not an invention and made up in your head. Right. Yeah, you don't want to invent this kind of thing. You want to invent things that will make you money, not things that will get in the way of you making money. We, how many things have you? You are an inventor, even if you think you aren't. How many things have you invented to stop you? (laughs) Would you be willing to try and create every all your inventions that you've used to stop you, and use all that creative energy to begin asking questions about innovating what actually could work for you and make you money? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> but just me, nobody else can choose that. Nobody, none of the listeners can choose that. Only I can. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Before yeah. we continue, we are about to run up on 30 minutes. I am wondering if we do a part two. 
Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I, I would say, say so. So if you have questions about what we've talked about so far, or if you would like to ask questions for next week's show, please send those in to us. Uh, you can us at, or you can find the show at, um, in case you just accidentally found us, you can find the show at www.thegoodgirlsguidetobeingwrong.com. That will take you to Blog Talk Radio and our page specifically on Blog Talk Radio. And you can set a reminder there for um, to, for for us to tell you when the next call is going to be, when the next uh, show is going to be. And you can also find us on Facebook, and um, that's pretty easy. It's also the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong. So <laughs> yeah. find us, hit us up, give us information and, and your questions. Um, your questions are inspiration for us for the creation of this show. And if you enjoy this show, please share it with others. And um, if you don't enjoy this show, then share it with someone you hate. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we'll be happy. <laughs> Yeah. Any? Do you yeah. have any last things that you wanna wanna drop in before we before we finish the show today? I don't think so. All <laughs> I right. Was gonna say I wish everyone to have a fantastic week, and um, you know what would it be like to be willing to just start and go on the adventure of finding out what it takes for whatever it is you're asking for. I'm and, excited you know, to see what comes out of all this starting. I do, too. Yeah, me, too. And, you know, don't have any fun doing it. <laughs> You're not allowed. We won't let you. Nope, not at all. <laughs> all right, see you guys next week at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesdays on Blog Talk Radio with the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now. Bye.